and welcome to episode 15 of Backing Paper. I'm going much steadier this week, listeners, because I've got written down at the top of the show notes in big letters, slow down, <laughs> because I know that I've got a bit of a bad habit of coming out the gates real fast, so I'm sorry about that, but I'm trying. I am trying. Um, it is a delight to be back here again this week. No Rachel, I'm afraid. She's not feeling very well today, um, so get well soon, Rach. I have drafted in uh, a wonderful replacement, uh, a backing paper regular at this point. Um, welcome back. Eric, how are you doing? Hey, I am doing great. I am honored to be filling in for Rachel. Yeah, as you should be. Those are, those yeah, are well, I'm not going to say big shoes to fix. That make it sound like she's got big feet, but they're special shoes. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, good shoes. She has good shoes. She has the best shoes. She has the best <laughs> shoes. Yeah, they are great. Um, oh, we've got so. I'm not even going to make the the go for my catchphrase of it. it should be a short show this week. It's probably not going to be a short show this week, listeners. We've got a lot of really great stuff to get through. Um, And I'm going to start off with something that we'll come to later, but I cannot not start off with it. Um, A humongous thank you to everybody who has jumped on coffee and supported us. Um, We are all absolutely blown away um, by your kindness and loveliness. And uh, it's... Yeah, really has taken our breath away. When we started this off last week, there's a thing on coffee where you can sign up for free and people can make donations. Or if you pay a small monthly fee, I think it's five or six dollars, I think it's six dollars, then it enables people to have the chance to make recurring um, gifts to you, recurring donations. And we thought, should we do that? It's it's six dollars a month. Well, let's do it and let's see if we make enough to cover our costs because that's kind of where our expectations were. We might <laughs> make six dollars. Um, and you've been brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Um, we will talk more about it at the end because we have a lot of thanks that we want to say, but we're going to save that till the end uh, and move on from that for the time being. Um, Eric, what have you been up to since we last spoke? Well, that's been a little while. Um... Mostly just kind of going through the winter stages of my photography routine, which in the winter, I kind of pull back from shooting anything. I go through what I want, you know, cameras and lenses if I want to get anything. And if I want to sell a bunch of stuff, I I do that. And I've sold a bunch of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff left to sell. And I have a few things in the mail coming my way. So I'm pretty thrilled about that. Um, Decided to go full exacta with uh, 35 millimeter that's my system now and that's uh, <laughs> that's a well, weird choice okay uh, didn't i hear that no one should ever go full exacta wasn't that a thing that was a thing yeah it was a thing um i disagree actually no i okay. do agree i fully agree with that because the prices are just right where i can afford them and so if the exacta thing really becomes like trendy i'm not gonna be able to afford exacta anymore so no, everybody just stick with your point and shoots, your Mewtwo's, your contact T2's or whatever those things are. I'll, I'll, I got the Exacta handled. Don't worry. You, you, you need to tell me why Exacta has become the camera for you. Cause I mean, I've, I've seen Exactas and they look cool and old in, in that kind of first gen SLR kind of way. But what is it that has made this the camera for you at the moment? I like looking down. Uh, the Mamiya's that I use for, me, for medium format, they're all waist level finders. 
and the exactas have waist level finders. And that's kind of what they shipped with for the most part. You can get prisms for them, and I've got a couple. But for the most part, it's all looking down, and it really it's like shooting medium format all the time. So you kind of slow down. It's a really a, it's a different pace. You're not firing off a bunch of shots, and the the exactas are backwards. So you're not cocking the shutter with your right thumb. You're cocking it with your left thumb. So that really throws a big wrench into what you're trying to do and just and just slows me the hell down. And I love it. So so basically its main selling point is its utter user unfriendliness. Yeah. Perfect. Absolutely. You've got Lubitels, right? <laughs> I, I have none, actually. Oh, oh that needs to be remedied because I think you'll really get on with them. <laughs> it sounds it. You are also in the middle of working on not one, but two, at least two, I think, zines. How are they coming along? Uh, one is at the printer right now, and that is uh, Conspiracy of Cartographers number four. And I just this morning, I did layout um, for about 30-some pages for um, uh, the other one that I do all through a lens. And that's more of a zine about photography rather than a photography yeah. zine. So hmm. you sent me, well, you sent me um, issue three of Conspiracy of Cartographers, which was all um, the four by five stuff from your trip last year, which was lovely. Uh, I'm really looking, so what's going to be in uh, Conspiracy of Cartographers issue four? This is an ode to Varicolor 3. I got a hundred foot roll of Varicolor 3 and fell, well, actually at first I hated it because it had deteriorated because this stuff is pretty extinct. And so everything had a very blue cast to it. And I even tried some warming filters and it just didn't work. So I started developing everything in ECN2, which is the, the chemicals they use for motion picture film. And it changed, completely changed the look of Varicolor 3. It went from a blue overcast to kind of a, a super saturated, ah, look with the colors. So you have to like kind of bring it back a little bit. And uh, I fell in love with it. So I did a zine about it. That sounds pretty great. Yeah. That's a good reason for doing something. So. Uh, whatever your passion leads, it can only lead to a good thing. Um, the, uh, I guess, through a lens, the other zine? All through a lens, yeah. All through, now, you also sent me a copy of this, and I, I really love that zine. It's a real zine scene. Um, and you shared a screenshot of some of the stuff you're working on, and it just it looks so cool. I I love the way you put things together. Um, I'm, I wanted to bring both of these things up because we were talking about numbers, and you said, oh, I, I'm getting um, 150 copies of Conspiracy of Cartographers made because I got 100 done last time and they sold out within a couple of days. So 150 should be enough. I was like, how, how does that make sense? If, if 100 copies sold out in two days, how, how is 150 copies going to possibly, possibly keep things going for longer than, I don't know, three days? Because I think I hit my critical, critical mass at 150 because I got a 200 of... The, the last one of the last zines i got 200 of it and i've still got about 75 just sitting next to me right now fair enough and but i'm gonna say all through a lens you're also gonna get what 150 of those made probably yeah i haven't that, that, that won't come out till april but probably okay now listen i think you need to get more than that made the, all through a lens is legit brilliant i it looks fantastic it's just this is it's uh, it's got style. Your writing's great in it. It's fun. I, I don't know if you've ever shared 
pictures of the zine and some of the page zine on your um page on your Instagram feed, but you should. I, I think um, I did a bit and, when I was trying to sell it. That sold out pretty pretty quickly as well. Um, yeah, I'm not surprised that, but yeah, um, yeah, this one is going to be all about travel photography, and by that I mean the way I travel with photography, uh, road trips and, and things like that, hiking, and hopefully I'll have some some guest writers in it as well. That's still up in the air. I've, 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 I'll check my email, see if that's coming oh, through. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure, it I'm sure it'll be there any day now. <laughs> uh, refresh, refresh, refresh. Oh, never mind. I'll keep that dream alive. Well, um, keep an eye out for that, listeners, because like I said, they are always worth seeing. Eric's scenes are always lovely. And um, all through lens in particular, I I just found such a delight, such a delight, oh, um, just because of the way you put it together. It was lovely. Uh, we should get on with all the stuff we've got to go through because we have got emails. We have got Cheap Shots Challenge stuff. Um, let's start with the Cheap shot stuff, shall we, Eric? Let's. Okay, so I've sent you the link to the pictures. Now, we're going to do the same as we did with this last time, listeners. There will be, in the show notes, there will be a link to see all of the pictures that we talk about in this show. Um, and that will also be on the website. I will make sure it's up on the website. Um, and I'll probably, so we won't spend the- I'll probably put some of them up on Instagram as well. And Eric, yeah, because Eric's, uh, oh, that picture you shared the other day, Eric, of that lady um, up on top of a very high building. Oh, yeah, oh. Chrysler building, yeah. It's terrifying, isn't it? Yes. Fantastic. So, um, yeah, so Eric doing a grand job over our Instagram feed and he will share some of the pictures there as well, which would be wonderful because um, he's now got access to all of them, which would probably help if I gave you the, a bit earlier, really. That would be helpful. Yeah, you know. So, yeah, check out our Instagram. Actually, that would be really handy if we could put these up on our Instagram feed as we go along. That would be very good. Okay, let's crack on with it. This first email is from Yuho from Camera Rescue. Camera Rescue, a fantastic uh, generally European business that's out there getting cameras out to people and reconditioning them. Uh, Yuho writes in, here are two shots from my three-year-old. Wow. Youngest entrant ever. Um. The camera was a fungusy Polaroid 3000 compact sold for seven US dollars and Vista 200 within. Shot in Paris while I was there setting up our Paris team. The light leaks came as the film was stuck and I had to rip it out. I put it in a dark tent but forgot that the camera has a green light source within. The camera also has a faux panoramic mode. What a glamorous camera this is. Uh, my three year old tends to frame a bit too wide. But he is three. Uh, we can allow that, I think. Um, so, yeah, a couple of pictures here from uh, Yuho's three-year-old. Uh, Yuho's three-year-old's got some skills. I'm going to say that right from the get-go. Um, uh, the panoramic one, there's a good panoramic one. It's a really great jaunty angle, but it just works. And an older sister there looking quite sort of, you know, moody the, the kind of model look you want in her nice jacket obviously it wasn't terribly warm in paris at the time it's very nice nice like parisian courtyard uh i like that love the colors in that um and no light leak on that one so that was quite lucky uh what do you get that one eric of uh, the panoramic one yes yeah. oh i love it i love it you're kind of just it's kind of just like they're squeezing everything in there it's it's a wonderful it's yeah. a wonderful shot i love that that's great. And then the um, the other one, I mean, the light leaks are just playing into this perfectly. It's, it's almost as if you know, he's gone and bought one, of the, you know, a, a Yodica or a, a double film. These light leaks oh, are really sure. making it yeah, look so yeah. cool. So, yeah. 
two sisters in this one, again, both looking very glamorous. And I do love the fact that the sister stood on top of the box in the courtyard is really posing for the camera, really giving it a look. This this child has a future in modeling, no doubt. And the other it's one, all going on. The other one is just kicking. And that's, yeah. that really speaks to me. I enjoy, I enjoy kicking. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Who doesn't? There's a lot of attitude, a lot of youth in this. It's great. Um, if these pictures genuinely came from a three-year-old, the rest of us are doomed. We are not good enough. We are not worthy. Uh, I love the framing. I love wide framing of pictures for people. So, I mean, me and this three-year-old are on the same wavelength, probably in, a, in an alarmingly high number of ways. Um, okay, next one. Do you want to need to read the next one from Mike Caputo? Mike Caputo. Okay. Aloha, Graham. I wanted to participate in the Cheap Shots Challenge, so I got a Nikon EM, a real hunk of junk. It's terrific. I love it. I got it for five bucks on eBay. I like it so... It's kind of depressing being an eBay seller. Anyway, I like it so much. (laughs) I'm writing a a piece for 35MMC, I think. Uh, We'll see if Hamish approves the knuckle-dragging nature of my writing. And I think at this point, he has to. It's on the air. Yeah. Oh, God, absolutely. If you don't, Hamish, you're a bad person. Horrible person. Anyway, I loaded up some TMAX P3200 in the Nikon EM and headed downtown to my Harley Davidson. It's not a big town. I live in Hilo, Hilo, Hawaii. Uh, While riding, I passed a little boutique, stopped the bike, and snapped a few photos. When I got home, I developed the film in Kodak D76 stock, and as they were drying, I set up ye olde dark toilet to make some prints. (laughs) Uh, yeah, we all got a dark toilet. Let me tell you, the prints <laughs> I the prints I submitted for the challenge were made on eleven by fourteen Ilford Art three hundred fiber paper. It's my favorite paper to print on and has a beautiful texture and tone. As you can see from the print, it looks like two negatives in a row that are partially blended together. That's because they are. My Nikon EM advances the film terribly and double exposes some frames. <laughs> what a winner! I'm never one. Yeah, to, <laughs> why wouldn't you want this camera? I'm never one to complain. But and uh, when I saw the unusual negative combination, I thought, perfect. That's what I'll print and send to the crew. Why not make something fun and creative from the camera malfunction? Why not? Why not do that for Sunny Sixteen? Last, I thought it would be nice. Uh, be nice touch to, to selenium tone the fiber. <laughs> He's really going all out for this. Is that? Oh yeah! Wow! Wow! Man, they are toned in a one to three dilution of Kodak Rapid Selenium Toner. I'm a Kodak man, 400TX all the time for black and white. I forgot I even had this roll of T-Max P3200, which I metered at 1600 but developed at 3200. Who knows the temperature? I don't bother if my finger test feels right. Well, (laughs) as long as he's not licking his finger off, he dipped it in the fixer. (laughs) Mmm, tastes good too. It's a t-shirt right there. I don't bother (laughs) if my finger test feels right. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to argue with that. I'm not going to shame you. Welp, (laughs) that about does her. Wraps it all up as the feller says. I hope you enjoy the prints. Uh, Phrasing. We're still doing phrasing, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah okay absolutely. good okay i've attached a negative scan and a scan from some rc prints the art 300 doesn't scan well from the glorious texture uh, i always make test prints on rc paper before i head to fiber all the best aloha mike i assume this is aloha mike on instagram 
yes, this is Aloha underscore Big Mike on Big Instagram. Mike. Okay. Um, so as Mike mentioned uh, in this email, he sent, uh, well, he sent to me and I will forward them on when I see the other guys, um, these beautiful prints on um, this lovely fiber paper. Oh, they look stunning. Nice. Um, they arrived last Wednesday, I think it was. And um, it happened to be a day when uh, our friend and uh, fellow podcaster from the Lensless podcast, Andrew Bartram, happened to be down in town. Well, not in town, the opposite of town, down in down in country. And um, I met up with him at Secondhand Darkroom and I ended up buying a camera because, you know, bad things happen. Um, anyway, we got home and opened these prints and they just look fantastic. They are beautiful. And we were trying to work out like, how we done them. Because so, they with the, um, the overlapping pictures and the way he printed them. Well, I mean, ha have a look at the um, – you've got the pictures there. You can see which one they are. I do. Yeah. Um, so you can see – um, how they look and the the prints themselves. I actually haven't put the picture of the prints in the thing, but they look stunning. They look so good. Um, and the one that he sent uh, prints of um, is of the one with the faces of the. Um, I think they're, they're all mannequins. I think. Um, I think so. But it works so well, and the print yeah. is just stunning. Um, the fact that that came out of his toilet. Um, nothing that good has ever come out of my toilet. I can tell you. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, this, yeah, it's it's really wonderful. Uh, the the like I don't know. I guess it's the dot, the the circles from the bokeh, mm. and everything just kind of really works together. I love it. I think it's great, and it's neat. Is that you can see on the sprocket holes where the camera was kind of grinding away on the film. Yeah. Yeah, it's really nice. It's very special. R really cool pictures that have really worked well together, and the, the prints are just beautiful um and it was so nice to get the nice nice big print. i mean there's nothing quite like it, just a lovely big print um i'm gonna mention it again later but uh mike is moving out of his dark toilet and he is setting up a dark room in hawaii a public dark room in hilo hilo oh, wow. um so I'll, I'll mention that later but um yeah something to keep an eye open for because he has clearly got some talent and so i would be very keen to see what he does um with that going forward um the next one is from Matt Murray. Uh, we like Matt Murray because Matt Murray sent us pictures of his lovely dog, Marshall. Let's see if he's done the same this time. Uh, Matt writes in, good eye, sunbeams. That's the end of that, I promise. Um, Greetings from sunny Brisbane in Australia, where the weather is always hot and where our second fridge contains only three items, beer, sparkling wine, and a shit ton of film. Please find attached my entries to the fashion round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. After the disappointing responses to the images of my faithful companion Marshall Dalmatian in the fine art round, I decided radical steps were needed. Not only did I work with a human for the fashion round, but I also changed cameras. Henceforth, I will be using the amazing Olympus LT1 as my Cheap Shots camera. I picked up in a job lot of 10 cameras 10 camera-related items for $100, making the cost of this wonderful Japanese point-and-shoot a bargain at 10 Australian dollaroos. For this round, I used expired Fujifilm Superior 1600 as my film of choice, ordered from B&H New York for the princely sum of $7.99, the combo just sneaking under the cheap shots budget. Although the Olympus LT1 has the heart of the original Mew slash stylus, it's clad in a sexy leather jacket, giving it the fashion sensibilities of the Fonz. Eee! 
Uh, I always enjoy hearing from Matt. In both images for this round, I've attempted to question the role that fashion plays in our lives. In my first shot, the model Anne is perched on a milk crate outside one of Brisbane's trendy watering holes. The reflection of the bar sign in her glasses symbolises how our fashion choices are little more than a shallow mirror image of the environment we live in. In the second shot, Anne is crouched in the laneway next to some beer kegs. This is a metaphor for how consumers can be overwhelmed by the tsunami of fast fashion choices in the 21st century, and why, for many, the only option is to take cover. Constant LED lighting was used for this image. In case the lovely Rach is gracing backing paper anytime soon. I love the fact that Rach has been spotted as a you know, regular absentee. Um, <laughs> Poorly tonight, not at all. I have attached a bonus photo of Marshall Dalmatian. Woo! Just after he heard the news that he would not be featuring in this round of the Cheap Shots Challenge. If your listeners would like to learn more about the LT1, it's featured in episode four of my new ish podcast, Matt Loves Camera. You can find it on iTunes and all the usual podcasts, as well as on Instagram at Matt Loves Cameras with the companion website at you'll never guess what this is, is mattlovescameras.com. Episode 5 has just been released featuring the greatest instant camera ever made. Spoiler alert, it's a Polaroid. And episode 6 is just round the corner. Keep up the great week, some great week. Well, it has been a great week actually, but great work, Sunbeams. Totally jelly about your photography show meetup in Brum, but looking forward to my UK trip later this year. Yours in film, Matt Murray. Uh, and a little PS at the bottom, please forgive me. I only recently heard that one is not supposed to change cameras for the cheap shots challenge. Well, I mean, that is true, but we'll let you off, especially seeing as you went instant on the first round. You were kind of making a rod for your own back. Um, let's have a look at these cheap shot pictures. So the uh, first one I want to look at, uh, Eric, is um, the picture of Marshall. Not related, but look at Marshall, the Dalmatian. Do I have him? Oh, I do. Oh, yeah, it's a dog. It's a, oh, yeah, and he looks so dog. sad. He looks so sad. sad oh, he's a good dog. He was a good dog. I, God, I love him. I don't know. He, he, oh. Come on. No, I know you're a cat man. I'm not, I, you're the cat am, man. Yeah. Scooby dooby dooby doo. Meow. Um, <laughs> okay. That was uh, for everybody out there. Uh, okay. Uh, let's look at these two fashion shots. I am really yes. liking these. Um, great model. Great pictures. I, I love. <laughs> What the color on this film has done is gone not so grainy color blocking. It's great. Um, I'm looking at this first one with the mirrored sunglasses and the bar sign in the background. Um, it's great, up nice and close. The colors are really strong, really grainy, um, and the reflection looks fantastic. I love the sunglasses. Those are some good fashiony sunglasses. I just really like that picture. Yeah, the colors on it are wonderful, and that's that's very much a uh, Fuji sixteen hundred. I love that film, and it's dead, but I love it. Yeah, uh, the window, the window behind her, really just kind of it's so necessary there. Mm. I love it. Yeah, you can kind of. I don't know if it's maybe you can kind of see like the outline of a a person. Oh my god, or a ghost or something. Oh, I mean, obviously, it's a ghost. Yeah, it's probably a ghost. It's probably Ned Kelly's ghost because Australia. Um, good eye, Mike. Um, yeah, I really the, the Fuji sixteen hundred film, which, as you said, is sadly now dead. Although I think I've got a few shots left in one of my cameras. But that could be said about most films. <laughs> I opened up a camera today, like, 
I don't know. I don't even remember ever seeing this York film. God knows where that came from, but at some point it ended up in the camera. Um, we've seen pictures taken with it before in the Cheap Shots Challenge because Robert from London Camera Project has used it. Um, and he's when he's been shooting it, it's been in the day and it has these lovely soft colours because he's done quite a lot of flower work with it. And it's really nice and really soft and pastely. And this is just the other side of it. I, I, I love the soft pastel, but I also love what it's done with these dark nighttime colours and Oh, that's so cool. It's very kind of a neon noir kind of look to it. It's, I love that. Love that. Yeah. If, if Fuji were ever going to bring back a film, if they ever do anything like that, this would be my first choice for them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, and the other one, again, just a really cool shot um, sat in the barrels there. What great model. This is, a, this is a, you know, that's done well, getting a very good willing model here, looking very... Uh, very modly and glamorous. Well, not glamorous. That's the wrong word. Eric, you, you, what look would you call that? Sat down amongst the beer barrels. Um, I don't know what that expression is. It's it's almost questioning. Like, why am I here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why am I sat in front of all these beer barrels? Um, uh, still great. Two fantastic pictures, and um, I love what, the way the light with that's worked. You know, just. Um, her head and torso is just in there and everything else just falls away completely yeah really nice really yeah. nice um definitely worth looking at these pictures in the, in the everywhere that they will be listeners okay um the next one is another australian can you even believe this eric do you want to take this one on? um this is uh from alistair now rachel referred to him as alistair Dougal. i i suspect it might be alistair dougal but who knows because australia yeah, so it could just be like doogly doo or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's Australia. It's Australia. <laughs> it could be Alistair Kangaroo for all we know. <laughs> not even sure it's real. It might not even be a real. Sorry, Alistair. So. It was terrible. Do you want to read this one out then? Sure. Uh, hi, Rachel. And the Doulettes? I think is there Dulets. Miss- Dulets? Dulets? Oh, oh yeah. I think it might be an insult. An insult. In which case. I'm feeling it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, all right. Ah, as in the tail end of winter and and uh, nothing to do with the happy disposition of the naughty schoolboys. I think that's me and Aggie referring yeah, to naughty schoolboys. Man, wow. He's really in, in, endearing himself to you. Just slam off the anyway, Yeah, gosh. Uh, Love the interview with Sam. Uh, having played with pinhole cameras years ago, I was fascinated to hear what people had been doing with the can. The Morse code pimp sounds the bee's knees. Uh, just enough time for the uh, for the commercial ripoff of those who stalk people, or as it is marketed as Saint Valentine's, is marketed as Saint Valentine's Day, to get their dots and dashes in a row. Brilliant! This is the most Australian thing I have ever read. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, I know all of the words individually. You know, putting them all together, I was like, I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, I am now ordering my solar can. Now that makes sense. Uh, with plans from the uh, with plans for the what Sam may call the midwinter and summer solstice, or what I would call the equinox, uh, will be shot at Sydney Observation. Uh, sorry, will be shot at Sydney Observatory over a few weeks before the skyline is destroyed by high rise development. I hear you there. Uh, anyway, I am sending in an entry for the cheap shots challenge. Uh, it is not my entry, but is for my daughter, Ophelia. That's very sweet. Uh, she loves taking the photos, uh, 
is of uh, is my official Hasselblad film loader and helps dad doing the boring stuff, i.e. developing film. It is boring because she is not allowed to mix the chemicals. <laughs> sport, sport. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the photo is called Fashionable Cricketers. It was shot at Tr- uh, Trumper Park in Paddington, Sydney. Uh, the camera was a it was an awesome Ilford HP5 disposable camera developed in Fomadon Liquid Developer, scanned at Kent Street Studios, and then Ophelia told me how to edit the photo. Good work, Ophelia. Yeah. Her statement is, they looked nice and are sports cricketers. Both of those things are true. Anyway, thanks to all of you guys, uh, and please remind your legion of fans that you like cappuccino, tea, cake, and there is a way to help out. Alistair, P.S. Forgot to mention that Ophelia is eight years old. Not that it is a barrier to to her photography. No, not at all. Not at all. Also, I I am loving that we're getting uh, some young folks on the cheap yeah, trip this is Very awesome. Yeah, you know, it's not the first time we had our own on um, the last round. Um, Fraser, yours daughter. Um, so this is great. So let's have a look at Ophelia's pictures of some cricketers. Uh, yeah, I mean that's that's great. They are very fast, yeah. like you know that's looking very young and that you can see you know australian and rugged and then the sky on yeah. the ground have you ever played cricket <laughs> i mean I, would... I don't i don't i don't even know what it is i'm assuming that there's it's a sport of batting things yeah i was forced to at school you okay. i can explain it to you but i won't for the benefit of you no, and no, everybody okay. listening um it's so, since you since you're really good at cricket what uh expressions cricket-based expressions are these uh, gents uh, displaying on their faces, in your opinion? Oh, I mean, boredom. I, uh, boredom for <laughs> really? one, sure. And the vague wondering at why he's there for the other ones. Australians love cricket as much as uh, some Britons do. Um, I will never understand it. But uh, at least at least the Australian cricket get-up, it seems to be you know a bit more interesting than just the, the white stuff that I associate with cricket. You know, they've got some trendy that's going on. You know, it's... Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> trendy and huh. cricket, not generally ready bedfellows. Um, so there you is go. The picket, the picket fence involved in cricket? Is it what? Sorry. Or is this just a picket fence? They're standing in front of a picket fence. No, no. The, the fact no, that the words sound the same and the one is in, no. The picket, the picket fence is purely there for leaning against looking fashionable. That is the only uh, reason that's in the show. It works. It absolutely <laughs> works. Uh, um, I think that is it for the Cheap Shots entries for um, this week. Uh, it's great to see some coming in now. Um, they are only, they are only, there is only a few short weeks left to get your entries in. You have until the end of February to get them in. Um, and then we will do the judging probably towards the second half of March, depending on how things pan out with everything going on there. But you have until the end of February to get your pictures in. So get out there shooting. Um, I'm, I'm going to say with a high degree of confidence that uh, all of us Sunbeams are a little behind on that. Although I have loaded up my camera. Uh, I, and I did go out last week when it was all snowy and cold and thought, I might try and get some pictures of people out in their winter fashion. Um, but it's quite dull and grey and everybody was out in very dull grey colours. It's like, mm, this isn't going to work. So, But the thought was there and I did try. And the camera has film in. Um, I can't, well, I can't remember what film was in it. I can remember. I put Silvera film in because it was snowing. And I thought, well, Russian film seems like a sensible choice because because nice. it's snowing. Yeah, there's a logic trail there. You can all follow that. Um, 
Okay, right, let's move on with the emails. And the first email is from our good friend and occasional online terror, Jeremy North. Jeremy, whose email is entitled A la recherche de ton perdu. I don't know what that means, but it is French. <laughs> Somebody can tell me. Dearest Sunnies, Yes, dearest, as the other Sonny doesn't involve himself with the cutting room floor detritus, which is the backing paper. Is that a compliment? It doesn't, doesn't sound like a no, compliment. No, not especially. No. <laughs> uh, don't tell Aid or anyone else I always root for him in the crappy photos competition as he never resorts to bluster or over-sentimentality. Rachel does bluster quite a lot, doesn't she? Oh. Even, <laughs> even though he never seems to win. Um, it's been months since I brought my thoughts to bear on your show. Was the Christmas hiatus my fault? I wondered myself if I could get by without a weekly dose of your wit and wisdom and occasional BS. Yes, and here I am on the other side of the solstice to prove it. So, the Sunny Awards were a big success, though the listeners only got 80% of them correctly. I think you handled them in a superb manner, apart from the terrible sound effects guilty, which also added to the archness of it all. Wonderful. You've had a couple of really interesting and charming guests too, not the least last week with the If Anyone Can, The Solar Can chap. He was super. I hope he sells a crap load and becomes a millionaire and retires to the Caribbean where they can have a, where they have a lot of sun. Brilliant. I'm looking forward to seeing him at the Comic-Con, oops, the photography show next month. That is one of the great, I don't know whether we've mentioned this in the chat about the photography show, um, but at the same weekend that the photography show takes place at the NEC uh, in Birmingham, Comic-Con is also taking place. So photo opportunities abound from all the people doing cosplay. And it's wonderful because you've just got people wandering around with beards and cameras and Iron Man walking around as well. It's great. The juxtaposition is spectacular. So um, is Peter Parker. You realize that? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have got a jacket that makes me look a bit like Doctor Who sometimes. I did go with that once, but uh, that was as close as it got. Speaking of which, it was really good to hear you chatting with Hamish about the event and the future of Analog at the show. I could tell from your obvious jealousy that they spoke well of me on the Hypersensitive Photographers podcast that you need a bit of a hug, so take it from me. I love you too. It was Hamish who told me about your excellent organ. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> so we are forever linked. Um, huh. I don't know. That's okay. I'm okay with not knowing. Yeah. At the time of writing this, I'm currently winding up our friend Alex Purcell, his Twitter post where he is sold out by drinking coffee at Costa. Costa is a kind of a real, it's the McDonald's of coffees uh, in the UK. So, I think. Like Starbucks. I, I think it's lower on the food chain than Starbucks. I'm not sure. Not I'm not, okay. a, I'm not a coffee drinker. Although I did see from Alex Purcell on Twitter that he had... <laughs> he'd gone to develop some film and he was there busy developing it and he looked onto the sideboard and saw both of the roles of film he was supposed to be developing still in their cans on the side. So, whoops, <laughs> busy developing reels of nothing. Yay. <laughs> it's wonderful. I've it's never really done good. It. It's, it's, yeah, it's, a new, it's a new one on me. On the subject of Twitter, I apologize for the wind-up over Ectochrome. I will give some, well, there's some background on this. I was listening to the Ectochrome and just felt the question coming. When he popped it and the two of you answered that you'd not bothered, I cringed. Now, 
I feel it's important to clarify here that neither Rachel nor I said we'd not bothered buying any antichrome because that would be a weird thing. I mean, it'd be a very rude thing to say to the person who was coming on from Kodo. It wasn't that we were not, had not bothered to buy antichrome. We just hadn't because mostly because expensive and because, you know, we just didn't have cause to use it anyway. Um he continues, that's why I was somewhat surprised by your, hey, we announced at the Chrome 120 as if you were really engaged. However, it was great that it was you who had the interview at the right time. That I applaud. Well, thank you, Jeremy. He did give us a bit of a hard time for, for no for no particularly good reason. But, um, you know, <laughs> c'est la vie. And uh, yes, as we said at the time, um, Egg the Chrome is lovely. But Egg of Chrome is a premium film with a premium price tag. You know, it's it's fourteen pounds. I don't know how much it is in dollars. How much is it in dollars, Eric? You probably haven't looked at this, have you? No, because it's over five. Um, it's probably I think thirteen or fourteen somewhere yeah. in there dollars. Yeah, yeah. it's not, not something you just spend willy nilly on. It's especially not something that I would spend willy nilly on in. Um, October, November, as we head into no. winter for a hundred ISO slide film, that I'm not. There's no way I would be using it until the summer, you know, or spring summer at best. Um, and um, so that's why it's not a lack of desire to support. And if I had the money and I could just support everything all the time, I would. And you know, not just Kodak, but all the fantastic films from all the people who are making film, um, because you know that everybody's doing wonderful stuff. But um, but anyway, we love you, Jeremy. Um, Speaking of applause, <laughs> good link there. I applaud your uncomfortable mention of cash. You may not want to read this out, but for some time, I thought that it would be good, be good if we, the listeners, had some way of contributing to the show. We all know that hosting, bandwidth, gear, etc., not to speak of trips oop north to visit Ilford, isn't for free. I'll bring an audio record me with an audio recorder with me to Birmingham, uh, just in case you don't have one before then, and you can use it to record bits and pieces. I'm sure I've missed out loads of other stuff, but this is it for now. Bye. Love from Jeremy. Thank you very much, Jeremy. Um, it's always lovely to hear from you, especially in emails. Occasionally, slightly less so when you're being mean to us on Twitter, but that doesn't happen very often. <laughs> and sometimes he wants off to be mean to other people. So that's um, a point of Twitter. And this was a very sweet email. I mean, there was some piss and vinegar, but that's how it works, right? And then, and that is absolutely how Jeremy works. P- piss and vinegar and also sweetness and light. Um, and and I happen to know, uh, and I'm sure, uh, I don't care who was, <laughs> but he, Rachel recently bought uh, a camera she was long seeking, um, which was an Olympus OM-1. I think she actually bought it uh, from Simon Forster from the Classic Lenses podcast. I think that's right. And I know for a fact that Jeremy, for all his bluster, is giving Rachel a lens for that camera because he's a, a very kind gentleman, um, even though he is sometimes a nightmare on social media. Um, sometimes sometimes fingers engage uh, and just go. Um, do you want to take this next one from Roberto Martinez? Roberto Martinez. Okay. Uh, Hello, Sunbeams. It's been a while since I have written to you all, but rest assured, I have not missed an episode of the main show or backing paper. Uh, It has officially been a year since I started shooting film, and it's been quite a wonderful year. As a celebration of of my one-year anniversary, I signed up for my university darkroom at UCSC. Uh, I should know what that is, but I do not. Uh, Nope. Um... I developed three rolls of black and white so far. Uh, Two were great, and one was completely blank, but oh well. Uh, I have also pretty much completely switched up my camera setup. I traded 
my Nikon F3 for a wonderful Olympus OM4T and sadly traded my Minolta CLE for a Ricoh GR1V after realizing that I just don't get along with rangefinders. Uh, my photography has hit a halt recently due to school responsibilities such as applying to grad school. Uh, but now that that's done, now that's done with, I'm planning on tackling the Cheap Shots Challenge with my new Cheap Shots camera, the Olympus Trip 35, which I received from my secret Santa. I parted ways with my past Cheap Shots camera and gifted it to my niece to get her started with film. I hope you are all doing well and keep up the great work. It's always a joy to listen to you on all of my commutes. As always, happy shooting, Rob at Analog Lives. Um, that is That's wonderful, and I think the whole the whole rule of not get not of using like the same camera for the cheat shots challenge should be set aside if you're giving your camera to another new film shooter. Absolutely, That's, That's a special wow. dispensation. Yeah, yeah. So um, that means Matt Matt Murray previously, and um, now you're now you changed up your camera. You have to give your previous camera to somebody else, and we want to hear who you give it to. <laughs> Them's the rules. Eric just made them. I don't make it. Eric made it. Um, UCSC is a UC Santa Cruz. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So uh, that's um, banana slugs. Yeah, and, and hacky sacks yeah. and uh, all that kind of thing. I, no, well, I mean, their, their mascot is a banana slug. Yeah, I, I think I knew that. Everything I know I about UC Santa Cruz is from listening to... Um, uh, oh, my brother and my brother, I mean. Uh, yeah. yeah well, not my brother, my brother. Because um, oh. uh, they're, they're from... Um, well, they're from West Virginia. West Virginia, but think- yeah. But Jesse Thorne from um, who uh, oh, right. maximum fun, yeah. There, yeah, there. Yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's an alum. If, if you if you see if he has such a thing, right. <laughs> he, he certainly that's gives right. a skewed view of that. Um, no, that's great. Uh, and switching up the whole kit like that, I came across an OM40 uh, in secondhand darkroom um, a while ago. As a, I was very tempted by that. Um, what stopped me was the two hundred and fifty pound price tag, but um, it looked really nice and like it was. It's a bit like. An Olympus SLR meets Night Rider. It was just kind of cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, zoom, zoom. I really liked it, but I didn't buy it. Um, it doesn't take much to amuse me. Um, okay. No. Uh, this next one is from Al Bryden. And this is great, actually, because this is something um, which I think might be of interest to people following on from our chat last week with Sam from SolarCan. Uh, Al writes in, Morning all, house tricks. Just a quick email regarding my latest photo book, uh, Solographs. Five years of making pinhole cameras and placing them in the wilds finally made it into book form. Um, so I, I looked at the uh, press release and it looks really nice, some really beautiful solographs. So if um, the conversation with Sam last week uh, intrigued you and you want to see what somebody does when they really apply themselves to it and you know put their best work out there, um, check this out. You can find the information. It's uh, www.jweditions.co.uk forward slash images forward slash solographs or just look for Al Bryden, A-L, uh, I think it's A-L underscore B-R-Y-D-O-N on Instagram and Twitter, I think, um, or Al Bryden, al-bryden.com. Um, it looks like a really lovely book and like I said, well worth having a look at if you were inspired by the SolarCan stuff or you want to get inspired um, by the pictures there to your own solographs because um, I, I think uh, it was it, chatting to Sam last week really was quite an entertaining thing and it certainly made me think about wanting to do one of those. I've talked about doing it. I tried doing it once and I think it all fell apart for a couple of days because I was trying to do it homemade and it just kind of water got in and it 
just didn't work. You ever done a solo count, Eric? I haven't. Um, I thought about it because I I'm kind of obsessed um, with like the sun with the, what it was called the uh, what is it the Animalia, like the sun tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on the time of year and all of that, and I'm really kind of obsessed with that and like how the the figure eight formation that it makes changes throughout your geography and different places that you are on the planet. And I really think that's fascinating and wonderful and interesting, but no, I haven't tried it. I don't know where I would try it. I it wouldn't trust it in the city because if it's not nailed down, it's stolen and it being a can, it would absolutely be stolen. And I don't really have any other place. <laughs> Hang I could... on. You need to you need to back that. If it was a can, if it was an empty can, it would absolutely be stolen. Why are there like real hardcore recyclers in your city? No, well, I mean, yes, it's Seattle. Yeah. Um, but but no, I mean, you would uh, people would move it for sure, for sure. Um, trying to put needles in it or or it's it's i live in a in a pretty in a pretty rough neighborhood so it's not not something i would just want to leave around um uh but and i don't i don't know where else i could put it but i really want to do one so there's that yeah uh, yeah finding somewhere for it is tricky but i mean if you took it somewhere that's um hidden enough then mind you, if it's hidden enough, it might not get <laughs> might not be great to see in the sun. Ah, well, something to figure out. Um, this next email is from Ed Worthington. Ed writes in, "Hey, Sunbeamers, just wanted to say you guys creating a coffee page to support you has to be one of the better ideas you've had. <laughs> Competition is not high. Um, I'm sure there are plenty of people like me that have wanted to find a way to support you in what you do, as after all, you're giving up your time to do this, and I can't imagine you're ever going to actually make any kind of money from it." Well, unless Graham starts being nice to guests anyway. So no, that's confirmed. We are never going to make any money from this show. With the guest, is that, is that, that, does that suppose the guest would pay you if you're nice? Um, I don't that. Honestly, you know, the, the analog revival is gaining speed, but as yet, I don't think anybody has made enough money that they could pay me enough to be nice to them on the show. <laughs> so, you know, it's something to aim for. It's an aspirational thing. Uh, you should be getting a monthly cuppa from me now on. Just don't spend it all at once. And that's from Ed Worthington, the 6 million P man. Um, thank you so much, Ed. And as I said, we'll come to it at the end, but thank you to everybody who has uh, supported us on coffee. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> there, it, it has been a kind of people telling us that maybe we ought to do something along these lines for some time. Um, yeah, yeah, it's been mentioned. We don't like to rush into these things. <laughs> um, oh, dear. We're pretty hopeless. Um, will you take this next one from Dave Walker, please? Yes. Hi, Sunnies. Well, following on the amazing Super 8 workshop I attended in Birmingham with Kevin from Gage Film, I returned last week for a 16mm sign workshop. Cine? Cine? Is that how we're going to pronounce that? Okay. Have you, of, have you ever seen the word cinema, Eric? I bet you have, and I bet you don't call it Oh, it's a sign ma. Let's go to the sign ma. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> oh, exactly. you see that <laughs> Uh, it has. Uh, it was fantastic, of course. Lots of playing with various vintage vintages of Bolex H16s, learning all the features and all the procedures, then loading the cameras and going out to shoot some black and white negative film. We processed the film, dried it, sliced together, sliced leader onto it, and projected it in negative 
before the end of the day. One participant, Dan Rubin, made a rather good Instagram story showing how it all went down. And he has a link to that, which uh, we can put in the show notes or some such. I left totally inspired to load up my H16, go and shoot some more 16 millimeter film and develop it in the bathroom. I met lots of interesting people and learned a lot of new things. For a very modest fee, it's the best you can best fun you can have in Birmingham. <laughs> Dave. Uh, that's oh, a real backhanded compliment. Uh, I don't know. Anything? Yeah. We really are hoping at some point we'll get to speak to Kevin from Gage. We did try to organize it before Christmas, but I think they've been doing quite a lot of moving and changing with the business, so they were a bit too busy. But we'll, we will try again. Um, incidentally, and I'm going to put this out there, whether he wants me to or not, because then people will kind of go, oh, go on, you should do that. Aid has talked about the fact that he would quite like to go have a go at making some sort of short film project. Um, I think that's as far as the thought process has gone so far. But, uh, yeah. Hey, hit Aid up and go, hey, Aid, yeah, we'd be on board for that too. Let's see. Let's. I don't know what it could be, but I'll be very excited to see. And um, Aid's been mucking around with video, and yeah, he, but he might even be persuaded to do it on film. So let's see if we can make that happen. Um, Paul Friday writes in, Dear Sunnies, or is it Papers? We'll, we'll stick with Sunnies. Papers gets confusing. <laughs> Sam Sam the Cola Sam Sam the Cola Man San? Sam Sam the Solar Can Man was thinking of a name for pinhole solar pictures. Surely. They are canograms. What do you think, Eric? Yay or nay on canograms? Um, yes. Why not? It sounds like yeah. something a land shark would say when he knocks on your door. But sure, let's do that. <laughs> canograms. Um, yeah, I agree. I like it. Uh, so there you go, Sam. Canograms. Uh, you get that one for free from Paul. Uh, how about getting someone from First Call Photographic on the show? They still support film processing and printing. Oh, well, we'll have to check that out. Um, I've not used First Call, but he did send me a link showing some of the cool stuff that they have actually on sale, including the new um, Ilford pouches for developing and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, uh, we will look into that. We always like getting tips on that. And the answer to a puzzle, uh, this is regarding the title of one of Paul's uh, Cheap Shots pictures, uh, Jacques Lacheville, is a mangled attempt to render Jake the Peg into French. Sorry about that. Does, you know what? I'm not going to even try and explain any of that sentence okay. uh, because Fine. I'm simply going to stick to the fact that Jacques Lecheville is about horse. Uh, I like my version better. Um, Google Jake the Peg if no. you want to glimpse into okay. what has become, as time has passed on, more disturbing uh, things. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what can you do? Um there you go. That, I think, let me just scroll down because I didn't cut and paste. I copied and pasted. I'm now just double-checking over all the other ones. That is it for emails. We've got through the emails. What a fantastic selection of emails there are. Um, before we move on to talking about coffee, I want to say, because this has been a really, really great week. This Monday morning uh, is rarely a good time for anyone ever, full stop the end. Um, and... I, I felt moved on on Twitter to actually say this has been like the best Monday ever because, for one thing, after we announced we were doing the coffee uh, on 
the Sunday on the backing paper last week, um, I half expected to wake <laughs> people outside my door with pitchforks and burning torches, um, but they didn't. I think the show went up at about quarter to one in the morning, and the first person had backed us and coffee in the UK at about 3, 3 a.m. in the morning. I don't know what you were doing up at that time, Kevin, but thank you so much for doing it. So that was really nice. Um, uh, then uh, we also... Um, Dan, who is at ZDP189, um, he had been doing this thing on Twitter where he was he was asking people to nominate uh, people on Twitter who deserve to get some film uh, to celebrate the reopening of At Camera Film Photo, which is a really cool looking um, store in Hong Kong. They sell film, they do developing, they do all sorts of stuff there. It's really cool and it's reopening. So to celebrate this, they he was doing this thing. Anyway, on Monday morning, he goes, actually, here's a twist. Um, I'm not just going to give away film to the people who've been nominated. We're going to give it away to anybody who nominated somebody to be nominated to, to get film or somebody who retweeted it. Just like a really nice, wow. oh, look, you know, anybody who's being supportive of this, you all get to film. So that was really lovely. And then whilst I was reeling from all this analog loveliness, Postman knocks at the door, as is his want. In fact, no, I think he just posted it through the door because it was in very convenient analog Wonderland packaging, which was nice. Fits the letterbox. Um, and it's this little box, and inside it were two rolls of ectochrome. What? Uh, like the new I know. Stuff? The new stuff, yeah. which, as we've already discussed, is, you know, that's a prime... A prime. Uh, and this was from the incredibly kind Kelvin Wong, who is at... Kel196, K-E-L underscore 196 on Twitter. And he sent this lovely little um, note with it, uh, basically saying, you know, thank you so much. Really enjoyed the interview with Kodak. And I think it's great that you got there. Uh, and I'm sending you this film uh, to make up for some people being grumpy sods on Twitter. I can't imagine to which grumpy sod he was referring. Jeremy. <laughs> um banging my desk there. Yeah. Um but what a nice thing. And I said, Oh, that's fantastic. You know, there's a couple of rolls of film. He's like, oh, you know, I said, I'll 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 send one of these up to Rach. And, and to which because I got in touch to say thank you very much. He said, Oh no, no, you don't need to. The other two have both got theirs in the post. I'm like, oh, my goodness, what what an incredibly kind and lovely thing to do. So thank you so much for that. What an amazing Monday that was. Um and uh yes. Uh, I kind of that set my week off on the right foot, um, and then it just really continued because coffee. I, I said we talk about it more at the end. Um, wow, uh, you guys were fantastic. Um, the response, it, it, I can't really find the words to say what is meant to us um, to see you coming out in support. Uh, it just means we get to do things that we weren't able to do before. Um, and so some of these things, so some of it's kind of dumb stuff, I guess, but we've already started looking at um, just getting some stickers printed up because we'd really love to be able to, like everybody who enters in the Cheap Shots Challenge, we'd love to just be able to send stickers to say, thanks for taking the time to enter in the Cheap Shots Challenge. Um, you know, we're going to photography show soon. Nice to have some stickers for that. To be honest, it'd be nice to have some stickers to send to the people who um, donated to us. Um, so stickers, because why not? Because everyone loves stickers. Rachel said so. I believe it's true. true. Uh, so. Yeah, so I'm looking at getting stickers that you can peel on and off because I thought that was very important. Does that sound important to you, Eric? You can you peel, want to kind of stick like not so not stickers. 
Well, stickers, but stickers that don't have that kind of angry glue that ruins things that you stick them to, because you might want to stick it to your camera or something, or I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Um, okay. I mean, if those things exist, I've never... I'm not, I'm not, uh, I'm familiar with stickers, you know, but non-stick stickers. I think it's a new line they're doing. Okay. <laughs> they might, actually, I might be looking at placemats. That might be where I'm going Placemat. wrong. How about, how about uh, pencils or pens maybe, Matt, or. Yeah. yeah. All of these things. Extract. Anyway, so, so that's really cool. Um, another thing that we're able to now look at, hopefully, I mean, it has to be better than last week. Um, listeners will have noticed that this episode is sounding a lot better. Um, and that's because we're trying a new way of recording using some online software. Um, we don't know how it works yet because this is the first time we're trying it. Um, but if it does work, hopefully it'll mean that, one, the audio quality is better, especially when it's me recording the backing paper or Rachel recording um, uh, underexposed or something like that where we haven't. Because when Aid's recording it, generally it's pretty good. He's usually pretty solid, but when it's one of us two, it gets a bit more wobbly. Um but it's a lot easier also for people to guess to join us. How did you find it this evening, Eric? It was pretty straightforward, wasn't it? It was very straightforward. I enjoyed the, the, uh, exp- I'm enjoying the experience right now. Yeah. And, and one of the best things about this is, um, that we can kind of muck around set and it, we can make a soundboard. Um, and we can do that. Oh my God, there's a button to let me do that. I, I promise. Oh, okay. Promise is a strong word. <laughs> I, if we do end up using this, I will do my level best not, not to go crazy with that because I know that, that would drive everybody up the wall very quickly. Um, but you yeah, know, yeah. I mean, what show? That that kind of works for them. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's the the end of of twenty sixteen to to throw in a sound effect here or there. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate it. I have an applause one, maybe, but you know, we can work on that. <laughs> I cannot be trusted with this technology. Um, so that's yeah, that's brilliant. And also, you know, we we've pretty much saved up enough money to get a recording device for us to take to the photography show, which is just unbelievable, just unbelievable. Um, so we wanted to say thank you to everybody who's contributed, and I'll. Because this was the first week, and um, as a few people have mentioned in emails, I think there was a bit of a, a sort of pent up um, desire for people to do this. It's quite a long list of people, um, but I'm not going to apologize for it. Um, so we're going to go through this um, and just, yeah, thank you so much to everybody. So these are all the people who have already taken the time to go in this. First off, uh, will, will we take this in turns, Eric? <laughs> sure, let's do it. Do you, do you best with the list? I'll kind of fill it in. So the first one, the person who got on immediately after the show up, Kevin Allen, who is at Kevin underscore the photographer on Instagram and who has a wonderful blog, um, which is kevinthephotographer.wordpress.com, a blog which I was familiar with um, long before I knew him on Instagram because I, I found some really useful help when it came to developing color film. Um well worth checking out lots of fantastic articles on there and just lovely pictures thank you so much kevin next up lubatel apologist joe baker way to go uh i've made fun of his name before i do apologize for that uh his he is uh evil underscore chutney everywhere i love that yeah jeff greenstein uh jeff is at blue 439 uh his instagram feed jeff jeff is like a director of proper proper tv he's the director on proper cbs tv shows what? and um yeah i know and he's got some really lovely black and white pictures on there and all sorts of stuff and also just pictures of, of jeff living his life great um doing the right thing so fantastic 
We have Keith Durkin, who is a past Cheap Shots winner. Thank you, Keith. Yeah, Keith won with his fantastic pictures in the, um, what was the category? Uh, it was the last one. And that what was the last category? Fine art? Oh, my. Fine art. Fine thank art, you. Yeah. It's, because, yeah, it's fine art. Yeah. Keith was one of those. So thank you, Keith. Uh, Martin Smith, uh, who's at Western 30 on uh, Twitter. And even more importantly to us, he is the gentleman who created photowalks.me or at photowalk.me, um, which is the website, which is so helpful for organizing all of the photo walks for us, organizing the Sunny 16 podcast mega analog meetup in conjunction with 35MMC. Uh, uh, Hamish made it. <laughs> Hamish made a great graphic for that, which, gosh, yeah, I loved it because, one, it just looked cool, and also it said mega analog meetup. And I love seeing stupid things I wrote down on the whim writ large, so that made me happy. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Duncan Gammon at Silverpan Labs. Print's now available. Thanks, Duncan. Yeah, so um, Duncan Gammon, who we had on a few weeks back, he's now doing prints. You can now get prints done. Um, I think it's Jikli or something like that. <laughs> I'm bad with stuff. But um, check out Silverpan Labs. Uh, now they're now doing prints as well as 110. Um, next up, Matthew Joseph. Do we, do we, does he need any introduction? Probably not. Uh, Matthew Joseph, um, who does all our website stuff, at photodudeunzed. Um, that's a lovely gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> the the ying to Eric's yang or vice versa, um, and Matthew very kindly wrote a lovely piece and stuck it up on the blog for us on our website without actually asking. Um, but he was really yeah, nice because he did the thing. That's how that I we, learned about it. <laughs> we're really good. We didn't even tell our own team that we were doing this. We're so good at this. Ah, uh, well. Uh, next well, up, James Thorpe at. Uh, Thorpe oh, at Thorpe Line on Instagram. Uh, he is the originator of Rachel and her two unnecessary sidekicks, I believe. Yeah, he referred us to, referred to us that in in his comment on the uh, Kofi page. Yeah, um, and just on his, it's great. On he's got a really nice Instagram page with a real mixture of stuff, uh, with digital stuff on there. Um, loads of thirty five mil stuff. All wait, he's even got tin types, and he's got a beautiful picture of orchid tin type from a few years ago. Well worth looking at that just for that alone. Um, the next one is uh, Jaya Bat. I apologize if I'm butchering your name there. It's at Jaya Bat, which is J A Y A B H A T. Um, and he's also got a website, uh, which is uh, jayabat.bigcartel.com. He's got some real cool looking zines. He's obviously shooting out there in New York City. Uh, so check that out if that kind of thing appeals to you. Yes. Uh, and there is Sandeep at Give Me a Biscuit. Yeah, Sandeep. I mean, Anybody who's on Twitter will know Sandeep. We got, I think Sandeep got a few nominations as one of the most shoot film, be nice people. Um, he's a delight on uh, Twitter, promoting analog photography all around goodwill and custard creams, the biscuits in particular. Uh, and I saw him today giving much love to the OM1 a camera, which I dearly love. So completely on board with that. Uh, okay. Hilary Clark, uh, who we talk about often, a very good friend of the show, at H. Clark, um, hopefully on the road to recovery now. Um, and, of course, one of the people who helps organize and run Roll Film Week. Thank you so much, Hilary. And we have uh, we have Sam Cornwell at SolarCan. Yes, guest of last week. In fact, I think Sam actually contributed to whilst he was on the show. Uh, we appreciate that greatly. Thank you so much, Sam. Oh, we have Jason Self at this Jason Self and at Nebo Forever on Instagram. 
on Instagram. Yes. Um, Jason has a fantastic feed of pictures. I really love Jason's work. And also whenever I see his Instagram uh, at Nebo Fever, it always, uh, Nebo was a tiny smidgen of a place in North Wales where I grew up on top of a hill in the ass end of nowhere. Um, so I just love the idea of Nebo Fever because it just makes me think of Disco Fever in this not even in this one goat stick of a place. It makes me happy. Um, David Allen, David Allen, one half of the infamous Danger Boys. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I, I would say more about David Allen, but listeners, I've got some great breaking news for you. Guess who's coming back on the show this week? OMG, it's only the return of the Danger Boys. Um, tune in for that. Simon Riddell and David Allen will be joining us tomorrow night uh, to talk about all the stuff they've got coming up. They've got some more ridiculous stuff they're going to be doing. And also, they've just been doing some fun stuff individually over the last few months. So it'd be great to catch up with those guys. <laughs> I'm sure Simon will be his usual well-balanced self. It'll be great. Uh, we have Ben at Hips Shoot Film. Uh, <laughs> hips oh, Shoot hip shoot <laughs> Film. <laughs> hips Hoot Film, I guess. Isn't that it? Hips Hoot Film? Yes. Um, <laughs> Yes, at a, at a film stock swap. Yeah, so this was a thing that Ben's was organizing tail end of last year. If you've got film that you've ended up with through film swap, or maybe you just bought a load and you found it, maybe it's not for you, and you'd quite like to swap it for something you'd like to shoot more, go to at Hip Shoot Film, check out their feed on um, Twitter, and you'll find a link there to a film stock swap. So it's a great way of getting rid of some stuff that you don't want and maybe getting some stuff that you do want. Huzzah. Huzzah, indeed. Huzzah. Uh, huzzah. Um, next up, we've got Simon Burgess, who's at Simon underscore Burgess and SimonBurgessPhotography.com, a lovely website, some really beautiful photographs on there, uh, all sorts of uh, – somebody going and doing more interesting stuff than me with his life, which is essentially everybody. Uh, uh, there is Alex Purcell, just uh, – yeah, Alex Purcell at Grainy Blur. He's been on the backing paper before. We love Alex, um, and uh, we love hearing that he's <laughs> ballsing up, he's developing, and uh, that makes us very happy. Um, so that's all good. He's been showing some lovely pictures lately. He's been out there with his intrepid shooting and, of course, his constant pinhole work. Um, so check out Alex. He's always doing fun stuff. And he was on – which podcast was he on recently? I think it was the – um, Soot and Whitewash podcast oh, with Neil Piper, who was yeah. recently a guest on there. So check that out. They talk at great length, as those two can. Uh, so that's cool. Oh, and we have Harry, a past Cheap Shots winner. Yes, Harry. Now, I'm trying to remember which picture it was. Harry, I think it was the one that um, Johnny Sisson uh judged, which was Landscapes. I think that's one of the ones that Harry won. I know he had to wait an awful long time for me to... <laughs> his price to himself pretty sure that's what that was but uh, yes thank you so much harry um sean hall uh spandex Oc, somebody who we are frequently in conversation with so thank you so much sean hugely appreciated there is emily gallagher at photos emily yeah emily's on twitter emily's just a delight she's just one of those people on twitter who's an absolute delight um and she's also just got lovely pictures you see pop up on there so um follow emily um she's just a nice person to have in your feed and be involved with chatting about film she's fantastic oh we have uh stephen dowling from cosmo photo yep um thank you so much stephen cosmo photo needs no introduction although i did forget to put in the space between cosmo and photo if i hadn't said anything he'd never have known i'd drop myself right in it um 
Uh, and Stephen has his own coffee as well because you know he's running your website, he's doing the blog, he's doing everything. So he also would appreciate your support. So if you're in the coffee mood and you're over there anyway, I mean, wow, check out Cosmo Photo. Oh, and yeah, exactly. Um, and um, Stephen's going to be at the photo show, so uh, really looking forward to meeting up with Stephen. That's going to be great. Nice, nice. Uh, there is also Charles uh, Kirschenblatt who is on yeah. 500px. He is. I found um, I found a link to um, Charles's uh, 500px page. There's some really, really beautiful pictures on there. It's a mixture of digital and uh, film, and a mixture of portrait work and um, and landscape work. It's it's all pretty stunning. I don't know whether you're having a look at that, Eric, but it's 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 pretty stunning. It's very 500px stuff, so I let you think up. But it's it's pretty beautiful stuff, um, and well worth checking out. And yeah, the lovely both film and digital work is both lovely. Um, Bill Thu. Now, Eric, I know you know who Bill Thu is because Bill Thu is one a wonderful listener, and two, he's always the first person it seems like to um, give the thumbs up on our weekly podcast post on Instagram. Uh, and, a constant source of support for us there. Nice. Uh, thanks, Bill Thu. I'm, I'm, um, yes, yes, I remember him. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, we have uh, Marcel uh, Shepherds at Mr. Oh boy. At a. <laughs> <laughs> you spell it out. There, Go for there it. are no vowels here. No vowels. Uh, basically, Marcel Shepherds without the vowels. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Basically, you can figure it out from there. Um, he, he's not got a lot of stuff on his Instagram page, but the pictures that are there are lovely, really beautiful headshots. Um, so, you know, everybody go there and follow him and maybe he'll be encouraged to uh, share some more. Um, yeah, you should do that. Um, Fraser Yule, at Fraser underscore Yule, friend of the show. Everybody on this list is friend of the show, so it's a real pointless thing me saying that. Even though Fraser did put in his post on Coffee that perhaps I should get podcast lessons I, how very dare you Ooh. how very i mean you may be right um but there's no need to announce it in the public forums that everybody else can see uh, i did prefer the idea of getting um nicer high quality biscuits though so that's very good <laughs> oh and we have is it solid Carwas? no i think it's slavic carvas but okay. um, <laughs> no i mean that's gonna be my, that's gonna be my guess okay. um <laughs> nor did you call it slow wet car wash i don't no, think it's I slow wet didn't, car say wash. That. didn't say that it's <laughs> all <laughs> <Saw> you <laughs> uh, he is um on instagram at carvas which is k-r-a-w-a-s-z which is probably why we both eric and i are struggling slightly if if we've both got it wrong um so no, please let us know. i'm very familiar with him he has a uh very wonderful beard i'm yes he really does have a great beard. beard yeah yeah Really nice black and white pictures in there, and some nice tin types. There's a tin type of Slavic with his beard. I mean, uh, if you aren't already rushing to see that, I don't let's know. To be fair, doing. it's his beard with Slavic in, in there as well. This <laughs> the sentient beard that's carrying around um, Slavic. I want to say a big thank you to Phil Pearson. Um, uh, Phil, Phil, I love to come in there. We're helping bring film back for us oldies. There's a picture of Phil there. Not, you, you don't look old. You're not an oldie yet, Phil. I can see from your picture you are not yet in the oldies group, but thank you so much for that. That was fantastic. And thank you to Malcolm Myers at Photo Valve. 
Yeah, Malcolm is on um, Instagram and Twitter. And again, he's got some lovely pictures on there. I think you need more pictures on Instagram, uh, Malcolm. You need to work on that. But uh, no, two lovely feeds. <laughs> mysterious Paul. Yeah, somebody called Paul. Um, but no other name but Mysterious Paul. Because you don't have to put who you are on there. So we'll never know which Paul that was. Although, I'm sorry. I'm assuming it could well be McCartney, yes. Or um, Weller. Did I, but, you know, or Weller, yeah. I just want to say, completely apropos of nothing, um, that film that we got from um, Kelvin was really nice from Analog Wonderland, but that's apropos of nothing. Huh? I don't know who this person could be. Uh, so definitely so, not McCartney then. Nice, nice. Definitely. Yes, definitely Paul McCartney, yeah. Huh. yeah. Oh, and? Thanks, very much, lads. <laughs> that's my Paul McCartney. <laughs> Speaking of Paul, Paul McCartney, uh, we have Chris Mina at Chris Mina on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Chris is great. We love Chris. He's sent in some great pictures in the past, the Cheap Shots Challenge, including some avocado on toast and um, fantastic pictures of the, which, uh, was it the Brooklyn Bridge? I think it was the Brooklyn Bridge last time. This They shot on the 8mm film um, out there in NYC, keeping it real. And um, I'm hoping we're going to see some fashion shots from Chris because, you know, he does quite a lot of pictures like that just in his day-to-day stuff. So I'm really hoping we're going to see some. Uh, the next one. Needs no introduction, but we will introduce him nonetheless. Jeremy North of the, the uh, incomparable Jeremy North, who you can find if you dare on Twitter at Jeremy North. Um, he, he's always good as long as he's not pointed at you when he's firing both barrels. Um, but he's a delight. Thank you, Jeremy. Is he on Instagram? Uh, I don't think Jeremy is. No, okay. I think Instagram. <laughs> that's why you're safe so far. <laughs> Well, we'll see. Uh, we have Ed Worthington, the six million P man on. Yes. Yeah. Who wrote a very kind email earlier. Thank you so much, Ed. Really appreciate it. Um, Jason Conklin, who is at Ninley, N-I-N-L-Y on Twitter. He's only just started listening and already has chipped in. Um, no refunds is one. <laughs> Listen, you you rushed into this, Jason. Uh, we can't help you if you're going to be careless with your money. Uh, but uh, thank you so much for that. And thank you to the entire Classic Lenses podcast. Thank yeah thank you guys um now again i'm gonna say the classic lenses podcast also have a coffee uh page um and they were largely an inspiration for us doing this because it's like oh and some going yeah it's it's great it really helps out it helps us pay for all the fees like oh yeah we should probably um so thank you so much to simon and to johnny and to carl incidentally because we've already had the first two on and you know they're all right they're, they're all right but we want to get carl on real soon so um look forward to that as soon as i get my ass in gear and get that organized oh and uh my favorite mysterious donor number two yeah, mysterious. Now, again, I kind of do know the names of these people, but as they haven't put their name on the thing, I will assume that they do not wish to be publicly named, but I will simply say thank you very much. Uh, it is hugely appreciated, mysterious donor. Uh, and this is Christoph. Uh, thank you. He has been listening since show zero. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. That's a, yeah. It's a long time now. It is a long time. I also, I kind of feel like, and I, I did put this in my reply on uh, Coffee, I said, I feel like we maybe ought to be sending you money either as kind of compensation for your time lost or to go towards your therapy bills. Um, but regardless, uh, thank you so much, Christoph. Uh, and thanks to John Michael Mendiza uh, at um, uh, jmm-photos.com. Yes, frequent correspondent and um, previous Cheap Shots entrant and 
check out his website. Lots of really cool photos. Again, somebody else who's living a much more interesting life than I am. And finally, uh, Ian Fleming, who's at Ian Fleming, uh, at I Fleming on uh, Instagram. <laughs> I'm gonna go. With, I was checking all these things. I think it's Instagram uh, or, or Twitter. Anyway, Ian's gonna be at the photo walk, and I'm really looking forward to meeting up there and saying thank you in person. And that is everybody. Um, I know that was a great long list of people. Uh, and I promise that this will not be, I mean, you know, it would be fantastic if it was every week like this. It will not be like this every week, listeners. But I just really, we you know, thank you. you. There's nothing quite like seeing people giving money for a thing that they don't have to. It is the greatest way of saying we like what you're doing that you could possibly do. And um yeah, it just it means an absolute ton to us. And it's not just the money, it's just the support. And although the money's really nice too, don't get me wrong, really like the money. Um, that, that, like I said, we are already finding good uses for that that hopefully you will all benefit from. Um, so thank you to everybody there. And, um, and like I said, I know that several people on there have signed up for recurring monthly things as well, which will just, I said, it makes doing this thing of paying for the monthly th- for getting better recording. That's now an option we can take. So it's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And um, yeah, if anybody wants to check it out, go to coffee.com forward slash sunny 16 podcast. Um, it's been wonderful. Thank you. Uh, I'm sure that in future we will not spend that much time on it, um, but we couldn't not this week. Uh, before we get out of here, Ooh. quick heads up. Um, Again, we've mentioned it a few times, photowalk.me. That's where you want to go if you want to sign up and let us know that you're coming to the uh, photography show in Birmingham on the 16th of March. So many fun things going to be going on there. So many cool people going to be there. Um, We've talked about it at length. We won't get into any more now. Um, The one thing that has kind of cropped up since last time we talked about it is Rachel is no longer just going to be there. In fact, she's not going to be taking part kind of in the general photo quite as much. She'll be around in you. But the reason she won't is because she's going to be doing demos there. She's going to be actually on the show floor doing stuff there. So we'll be able to go and see her and see what she's doing and chat to her there. But um, this is fantastic. And it's just another sign that there's more and more analog stuff creeping in, uh, which is great. Um, You're there. You could interview Rachel for your podcast. That'd be pretty You know. We we will interview Rachel for the for the podcast with the new recording device that we will have got thanks to all of the amazing people we have just thanked. Um, what a wonderful world this is! I think that is about it. Um, this is by far and away the longest backing paper ever, but it has been a week of oh my goodness. There's so many things to say thank you for. Actually, there is what I just wanted to very quickly mention because I know I didn't bring it up at the time. Um, but do check out uh, Mike Caputo, um, who we did mention it, it's at Aloha underscore Big Mike, um, to see the news, his announcement about the public darkroom that he's checking, starting up, um, which is at Hawaii Darkroom. Um, obviously, you know, it's probably going to be of more use if you are actually in the area, but check it out anyway. Give some support. Um, Mike's a great guy. And he deserves support and deserves love for what he's doing out there. There's no dark rooms, no public dark rooms in Hawaii at the moment. Um, and if ever there's somewhere that probably needs a good dark room because, you know, sunshine. Um, I mean, arguably, we don't need them in Britain. It's just dark all the time. Uh, is there anything, Eric, you would like to say before we get out of here? I I don't think I can think of anything right now. No, no. 
I'll let you know if I think of something later. Where can people find you to find out all the good news about your zines coming out in imminently? Oh, I suppose uh, Instagram is the place to do that. And I am Conspiracy of Cartographers. And there's two dots between the words on Instagram. Um, I was, I'm actually on Twitter. I don't do anything other than creep. So I don't know if I should. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I love and hate Twitter. I love kind of like watching things, um, kind of like, like shitty TV, but I don't know if I should really take part in it. Is the, the photography scene is obviously you think it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty good there. The, the analog photography scene on Twitter is lovely. I mean, what I told you about this week is just kind of a microcosm of the general atmosphere on there. It's incredibly supportive. Uh, it's incredibly lovely. Um, there's great conversations going on. It's really nice. Yeah, it's the analog photography community on. Uh, you know, a lot of the people that we listed off in the conversation we just in the you know we just talked about. Um, there's just a lot of brilliant people out there, and it's worth being on there. Um, and catching up with that um you know i'm not going to say it's all essential stuff and if you miss anything you're by not being on twitter you're missing out but it is an incredibly warm inviting kind supportive community uh and i think that comes across even more so on twitter just because communication flows more on twitter than it does on instagram so yeah you should yeah. Be are you are you following us on instagram on twitter eric no i am i'm following sunny 16 um a few uh let's see i'm following rachel following the gaslit nation podcast which if you're into u.s politics you probably should listen to that and a few space things like spacex and blue origin and roller derby stuff and and chuck d from public enemy so right there is a microcosm of me that's pretty good Um, i like it well so i want to announce what your twitter handle is it is con of cart because they wouldn't because conspiracy photographers was just too freaking long for Twitter, so. Well, there you go. I know for a fact that everybody that's listening to this is by just dint of being awesome and listening, some of the greatest people on Twitter. So go and follow Eric and uh, introduce him to the wonders that are Twitter and the wonderful community out there. Because yeah, it's lovely. Uh, it really is. I, I, somebody who does not generally find engaging in social media. A pleasant thing to do. Twitter and the analog community there really does make it a real treat. Um, We will get out of your hair now, listeners. Thank you so much for listening to us. I really, really hope that this podcast recording has worked and has gone well because that was a really long list to people. (laughs) And if it's failed, I'm going to cry salty, salty tears. But I don't think it has. Um, we will play you out see if I can figure out how to make that work with this uh, with Remortgaging the Nest of Hairs by Schnauzer thank you so much for them for letting us use it and we will be back on Thursday with the aforementioned return of Cy Riddell and David Allen the Danger Boys until then until blah, blah, blah. until then listeners <laughs> so near yet so far until then listeners goodbye bye <laughs> oh, sultry. <laughs> oh, hang on. Oh, we're out. <laughs>